I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, it's me, your cleric from the Church of Cage. Once again, we are here to talk about another cagey delight from the gospel this year from 2006 and it's a big one it is religion meets paganism but no mention of religion it is the wicker man a remake of the classic 1970s film starring christopher lee how is this one going to fare well i already know because i've recorded this episode about a week ago now i think i think i I've lost track of time uh, since then, for any of you who care, I've been in uh, Berlin, um, and so much of an idiot, in fact, uh, that I didn't realise that it was the International Berlin Film Festival, whilst I was there, uh, me and my girlfriend looked at each other dumbfounded, and just kind of like, oh, I didn't bloody know, did you? No, neither of us knew, and the first thing that actually crossed my mind was, I wonder if there's any... Nicholas Cage films being shown at the festival because that would make my bloody year that would be fantastic imagine trying to see one of those or even better that would mean the man himself would be in town and I would have probably uh, nosedived my romantic break with my girlfriend into a um, trip of me just blindly running around Berlin trying my hardest to meet and speak to Nicolas Cage uh but uh yeah that was fun I had a lovely time for those of you again who care but let's get on to the matter at hand and that is this little old film but before we get into it gonna take a nice little wander over to the cageogram the cage anagrams provided as always by at thomas underscore w underscore hunter with this week's anagram and it's like the stars have aligned there must have been a sacrifice made to the gods because he has harvested us a fantastic anagram this week which is remake with nc the stars had definitely aligned. This was meant to happen. Nicholas Cage, all them years ago, when he was thinking what he should do with his life, a little, a little bit of pagan magic seeped down into him. 
whispered in his ear one evening and said, you must go into acting and you must ruin a classic beloved horror film from the British Isles and use 80% of the script and butcher it and make it horrible, but make it fantastic at the same time because it's produced possibly one of the greatest clips the internet has ever seen and has some very odd... um, political messages a film that i feel in this year would be uh not a very good move because it seems that this film has a lot against women but i'm sure me and my fantastic guests tim hornsby who did um the nicholas cage superman illustration for me which i always make these promises but i will actually post that today when you're listening uh on the What's it? The bloody uh, 20th of February. I will be posting that on social media for you all to have a look at. Go follow Tim. He is amazing. Uh, you can see all of his like uh, comic book work. He is fantastic. He is a lovely guy as well. Very insightful, as is my other guest on this week, who is Bob. Um, I do a little bit of an introduction in the actual episode, but... Bob is uh, a legend. Uh, I love talking to him about stuff. Uh, He's a fellow podcaster, so kind of gets what I'm trying to achieve with this crazy concept. And he is from Tonight with Bob and Joe. If you're not listening to those guys, I don't know what the fuck you are doing. Because they have odd and interesting guests every week. But they just have a fantastic chemistry. The both of them, I will get Joe back on the podcast and... Bob is, uh, I first had him on the podcast to talk about uh, face-off in a caged-in commentary episode, and I can confirm that that will be happening again. We are just ironing out the details of when that will be. So, that is all of it from me. Now, get in, listen to me, Bob, and Tim. Have a little chinwag. Assemble our sticks build our little effigies and burn this fucking film to the ground. Hello guys, we are here this week to talk about the big one. Possibly the decline, like this is the apex of the decline of Nicolas Cage's career. Uh, Possibly because he tread upon sacred ground. We are here to talk about the Wicker Man. And when I say we, I'm not talking about some type of spiritual we. I'm talking about some actual human people. Uh, I'm joined by Tim, um, who has done some amazing artwork for me. How are you tonight, Tim? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm going to ask this... I know, I'll ask that question in a minute, actually. And I'm also joined by Bob. Uh, how are you, mate? I'm great, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you may remember <laughs> Bob from such episodes as the uh, face-off commentary episode, as well as The Weatherman, which was like... Two, three weeks ago. I, I totally don't know. This is coming out in a couple of weeks. I don't know when this bloody, when he bloody was on now. So like a month ago, maybe. I don't know. But um, I'm going to ask you both. So start off with Tim. Had you ever seen this film before? The, uh, this, uh, this, this this particular film I haven't seen. So I'm going in fresh nice. with this one. With the remake. <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll see. And Bob, yourself. I've, But I think... I don't know if I can say I've ever watched it all the way through. I think what I've done is I've watched little segments and there's a very famous YouTube video that sort of assembles all those bits. And I've seen that a lot of times. 
um, but never in a sort of a whole sense from beginning to end. So it'll be interesting to see how it stands up as an actual fucking story. <laughs> well, like, it's the reason you haven't watched it all the way through because just you're overwhelmed with the need to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, honestly, honestly, I, I do, I just get the feeling. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that there, there is just a feeling, I, 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 I mean, I, I, we could talk about this a little bit more afterwards, but I do get the feeling that this, the, the director of this movie really loved the original Wicker Man. It's just, it's just hard mm. to see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, there's enough. Oh, enough I, I've been, avo- I've been like actively avoiding this. Yeah. Um, for what going on ten years now. Um, I'm a big fan of the original, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm a bit trepidatious actually because uh, I'm like, you know. Well, that is that. Like you say that that is essentially like my week to week now is like so people keep telling me like obviously avoiding things so that I have to avoid like. Nicholas Cage current news like the plague like, <laughs> yeah, so, like yeah, yeah. my girlfriend yesterday started to say like I saw a trailer for Looking Glass it looks I was like shut the fuck up like <laughs> like I will put this relationship on the rocks just for this podcast yeah. like it's like it's getting a bit out of hand but like also like yeah I fucking I don't know just don't like I have like yeah I have seen this film and um I have seen. I well, I've seen a like. I think it's on Netflix. So any of you at home like who watch along, if you're fucking idiots, uh, this I think this is on Netflix in the UK in America. I don't know. You could probably pick it up in a bargain bin though, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I would imagine you can definitely find it in a bargain bin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, anywhere. But like, yeah, I'd seen the theatrical cut, and we are delighted with the director's cut this evening. <laughs> Oh, yes. wow. Yeah, oh, so we're getting, we're getting the... <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that <laughs> there that. is... there is. I'm not going to tell you, actually. No, no, no. There, there, is, there is a juicy little nugget for you to come. Ooh, that, like, just... <laughs> it would have been bloody brilliant God, if... if I, I don't know if this is a good time to talk about this, but are you aware that there was supposed to be... There was going to be a sequel to this film that was done by a completely different director, a Japanese director, where he wanted to have... Nicholas Cage come back as a ghost and then haunt Tokyo. Wow, that's that's uh, that. Yeah, that's blown. <laughs> yeah, my mind. So wow. I'm watching it, try to imagine yeah, how that narrative would. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not I'm not aware of much about this movie except <laughs> except I do think I know what happens at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, which makes me think a sequel. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. well, the, that 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 leads me into like. There's only one thing left to do, really. Let's watch this fucking... Yeah, we're going to get raging (laughs) with Cage. Kill the drone. Kill the drone. Kill the drone. It's something we heard a lot whilst watching The Wicker Man. (laughs) We are back. Boys, how did you enjoy it? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Tim? Well, it was... Yeah, we got through it. We got through it, and you know, Bob didn't fall asleep this time. So, you know. <laughs> or masturbate. <laughs> or masturbate. <laughs> I was close at many points. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Bob, what did you make of this? Um, it's, it's it's about as fucking sacrilege as you could get in terms of a remake. Uh, but it, in some ways, it is entertaining. I do. I do naturally. A part of me enjoys watching Nicolas Cage cycle around an island. What? Punching women in the face. Well, I, I, I just enjoy that. <laughs> when I saw that this was the director's cut, like having seen the theatrical version, 
I wasn't sure, like, I was just there, like, on tender hooks going, oh, what, what's new? What's, what's new? What's old? Like, what, what's going on? Um, I should probably say as well, this film is directed by uh, Neil Laboot. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Who, uh, let's see what else this man <laughs> has directed. Um, Tim, I think you described it earlier as uh, as his career starting, sort of went up and then... Yeah, it seemed to be like he was on the up, then this film come out and then... <laughs> yeah, yeah Everyone lost their faith in fucking the boot. <laughs> so after this, he did a film called Lakeview Terrace. Oh was yeah, it? we've all seen that. Yeah, yeah. That and Death at a Funeral. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, what the remake? What, the... I think the um, I think there's a there's a there's a British version, and then there's a uh... there's an American like. Um... Is that the one with the dwarf that comes out of the coffin? Yes. Uh, yes I yes, sort yes. of have strange fever dreamish memories of that. So has like the. So they they so he he got to make another remake after. Well, yeah, I'm not sure maybe. which one is the remake and which one is the original. I think the British one's the original. Yeah, so he, yeah, so they he gave did him such a good job that they, <laughs> yeah, so uh, they went. Oh, that was in, he was in the films. pitch, and he was like, "Wow, I don't know if you've seen my previous one." <laughs> but, uh, but we, uh, yeah, shall we talk about what the fuck happens? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, start, yeah. in the Wicker Man. So uh, it it starts just right off out of the gate, just kind of like someone's left the camera rolling, and like <laughs> it's just a couple of guys like knocking about in a diner. You got. Nicholas Cage, uh, his character is um, uh, Edward. Um, Edward something. It's not Woodward. It's Ed- no, is it yeah. Edward. Is it Edward Howie? But no, it's doesn't... Edward. Um, oh fucking hell! It's not Howie. Yeah. Is it? it doesn't no. matter. It's uh... no, How- yeah. Howie's in the original. I don't. God knows. Yeah, yeah. Do you see how they kept mixing all the names around? So, so oh. Edward is like Edward Woodward. Yeah. The girl's called. Woodward. Oh, we're gonna to have to get right. Like this is something I wanted to. I wanted <laughs> well, to say. It's, well, it's, that is uh, actually something I have I found out from the good people over at IMDb with their <laughs> trivia section uh, that uh, Edward Woodward was actually offered a role in this film. Wow! And um, declined, but said that it had a decent script. So I'm not sure which draft he saw, because it is not the the shit that we saw up on that screen. Um, So, um, Neil LeBute's, like, homage to Edward Woodward was to change the character of Rowan's surname to Woodward Woodward. and to call um, Nicolas Cage's character... Edward, so like nice little, <laughs> yeah. Not, not but it was, nice. it, but it's, 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 it's like Hello. ridiculous. Like, um, if that, if you're a fan of the original or the classic version, as we should call it, um, that was that was their little Easter egg to you to say, we, look, we've seen it, we've seen the original. Um, here you go, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like we've seen that. We've seen not much of a fucking Easter egg. Really, no, it's it? fucking it's more, bullshit. It's more of a slap in the face, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, I, I, it, there are points. There was so much in this film. Which is clearly designed to mirror what's going on in the original film, just little mm-hmm. moments and things like mm-hmm. that. That I just, I almost wondered why they didn't get rid of that stuff and just come up with their own versions because it's so different in every other yeah, way. No. But yeah. here is something you wouldn't believe, um, as again quoted from IMDb: uh, a lot of the dialogue, perhaps as much of eighty percent or more, is word for word the same as the original Wicker Man. Wow. 
albeit sometimes in different context. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's break that down for a second. I noticed that sometimes. This, this film is the mirror image of the first one, if the mirror is like a shit-stained funhouse mirror. <laughs> and it's just a, oh. Well, that's what I don't get. Like, Can you, can't, you can't take something like... Oh, you can't take something like... I have a dream out of context, like meaning about just just having a dream. It <laughs> yeah. does not have the gravitas <laughs> of, of of the speech that Martin Luther King made. Yeah. Yeah. Can I also just say, just at the very opening of the film, the opening shot is of Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I, 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 I don't say he's not in the rest of the film. I was like, I don't remember him in this film. Yeah. And then he just goes, "Oh, here's your check-in or something." He's like, "Yeah, see you later." Yeah. And then rocking a, rocking a killer stash. <laughs> The well, fuck? the thing is, was he like at this point? Was he a big name? I know, obviously, like Must have been. the Dark Knight was when he like rocketed to everyone knowing him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah like he's, <laughs> he's he's not a young guy. Like you would have thought he would have been jobbing a bit more than just like <laughs> yeah. dude in Diner One. Like. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, and should we talk about like the credits in this? Did, like, the, we've got to start with the credits. <laughs> the credits, this like uh, the text on screen is in the uh, classic font. Papyrus. What, <laughs> things, what things are used? What 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 uh, what things do you see papyrus font used in? Um, shit wines. Uh, <laughs> An like, avatar. Or, yeah, awkward uh, Greek restaurants. Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a brilliant um, SNL sketch about uh, someone who is obsessed that um, papyrus is yeah, used yeah, for yeah. Avatar, yeah. and it's played by Ryan Gosling. It's <laughs> like if you have the chance to like look that up on YouTube, uh, like guys in the room, and obviously you guys at home. Check it out. It's fucking great. And he's like stalking the guy who like, cr- like the graphic designer. He's like, it's fucking lazy. And that, that, that's what they done here. It's lazy. This, the font, it's like, this is a perfect synecdote of this whole fucking shit show. Mm. Because it's somewhat reminiscent of the font that's used in the original Wicker Man. So, like, however, it lacks any originality. And they've just gone, boop. And put in this generic <laughs> piece of shit from uh, It's papyrus a like Windows like staple. Oh yeah, you know yeah. But the font you're um, talking about is just the one that you see which is actually the font for both films, right? The this both this new Wicker Man and the old one, the main title font is well, the that, same, is it? Wait, no, no, I think they've I think they've kind of sharpened the <laughs> sharpened the <laughs> sharpened, sharpened the logo type. Unnecessarily, this one. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the but there's a um the Wicker Man definitely I remember it, it it definitely has a kind of like a sort of a papyrusy look. A yeah. proto papyrus. It, it was before word <laughs> yeah, processing, yeah. so it was presumably designed. Whereas this is but, just papyrus, oh, that looks like it. That's the one. Papyrus has that thing, that quality to it, where it looks like sort of something's taken chunks out of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah well, it's, you know, it, presumably because it's like ancient papyri yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carved into, into into a fine wood. Yeah, yeah. By the ancient ones. <laughs> Um, and we see um, Edward going about his day-to-day bits and bobs as a like highway cop, and I just want to talk about his leather jacket <laughs> yeah. that just like looks like it's straight from the prop store, like no- nothing to do with like like it's, oh, it's not, not working new. in it. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking brand new. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as he's riding along, a car passes him, and a doll drops out of the window. And he does like, I was fucking impressed. Yeah, he just leans down and swoops it up, and then like puts on like the siren, and he's like, "Pull over, 
pull over. Manages to get the woman to pull over. Yeah, why is he pulling her over? Just because the doll drops? Yeah, the doll Because oh, that's illegal, is it? I don't know. I think he's just out of a window. Like, you can't be littering. I think he's just trying to be an Charles obviously has an accident. There's no need to pull them over, right? I think he's just trying to be a nice guy. Give the doll but back. But she's pretty nervous. It's like, yeah. what's in the doll? Like when he when he, when like um, he pulls her over, she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, officer. I'm so." And it's like, well, yeah. Presumably, if you kids just chuck the doll out, <laughs> yeah. you're not going. You just be like, oh, thanks for that. But she's like proper sketchy. Well, she doesn't yeah. seem to like pick up on that though. She's I, sketchy. The daughter well. is a fucking arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> the moment he gives the doll back, she just throws it back into the road. I just realised I don't understand the relevance of this scene in the film. Um, I, just, I think we might. That might be a theme we constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe like the original, as you guys were explaining to me, there is uh, elements of this film that is lost to the ethers of time (laughs) underneath a motorway that that, that joins London to Brighton, (laughs) somewhere upon the M25. Well, well, let's pray that they never find it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I get it. Relatively, another thing, this is a relatively short director's cut. Mm. Like, this is really like, the the fat has been trimmed. And like, um, I also read on IMDb that um, (laughs) there was like, it was originally cut like as a hard R, like a real, yeah. wow. real, real violent. And wow. apparently, Neil 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 Labute was like, "No, you know what? This film, this film isn't about atmosphere, isn't about scares, isn't about like doing the vision I set out for." He was like, "I want a wider audience. I want to line my pockets with as much <laughs> cash, opening weekend as I can, because." Everyone will realise that it's a fucking turgid piece of shit, (laughs) and like, let's get the money as quick as we can, and then what could have been in the hard R version? I'm excited by that. I'm guessing that is what we've watched. Ah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they took out. Well, that's an eighteen, is it? It's a fifteen. It's a a, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that like, it was a PG thirteen in the US, so like equivalent to a twelve A here. Yeah. Which is so so no leg no yeah no yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so do you reckon yeah. they took out that weird kick he did like, do you reckon <laughs> that's the only thing that he, when he really kicks, yeah yeah like just bizarre it comes out of nowhere like he's, he's well, not I a physical like, specimen in this film really isn't yeah. it? I feel that there's certain moments in this that have been like left in under the instruction of Nicolas Cage to, <laughs> yeah, to Neil LeBute. Yeah, like, like, like this paints there. me in a good light. Like, it's, it's, it's almost like a showreel for like, look, I can kick a door I in. still do it. We're, 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 like, let's have that in there. Um, but yeah, upon speaking to this uh, single mother and her daughter, um, he gives the doll back and then uh, he goes to like, I don't think just go pick up his bike and get on his way. And then out of fucking nowhere, a truck hurtles into their car straight off the road straight into flames I never get this with car like I don't like I, I don't know I don't know much Mate, about I don't car drive crashes and I don't really want to I get, yeah. I get all my knowledge about cars from Grand Theft Auto so I think when they've gone upside down they immediately go on fire and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've, got, you've got about 10 seconds to run away um, but like this is probably one of the most like creepiest moments in the film is when he's um, trying to save the young girl from the back of the car mm-hmm. and she's just staring at him. Like there's a real sinister element to that. Like, but like, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, because it's quite the quite a sense of peril is created where he can't get the mum because it's still like it's still in, like an inferno. So he goes in the back, gets his gets his um, motorcycle helmet, and just like. 
bashes in, reaches out his arm to the girl, and she she's like totally reticent to take it before. Yeah, you know just, the whole I thing. Also, goes that, up. that that made me think that that's really durable glass. That the glass. Yeah. That I, <laughs> I was also thinking that's it's so awkward. It's like acetate or something. It's yeah, not yeah. quite coming out. Well, so, I think I it's like that. It's got that <laughs> kind of like I think it's like heated. They've like, got those like strips across it to like I don't yeah, know if it's yeah, like yeah. A, a heated window. So like oh, obviously in cold. the snow yeah. that um oh. it can uh it can, it can withstand. Yeah, it can heat 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 heat, heat up the window. So yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Again, I don't know much about cars. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how easy it is to set one I on love fire. That we're talking about this. He <laughs> says something. Oh, yeah, like yeah. This. <laughs> we've got a couple of uh, we got it's just three dudes talking about cars. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a couple. Of issues of uh, auto trader <laughs> or, or, or check out or, or is, is that a one series <laughs> oh whoa, bloody hell <laughs> um, and then but yeah the car fucking blows up mm. yeah and then it's just Cage knocking about like this scene to me felt very much like a uh, like a b-roll thing of just oh, him yeah. knocking about in his like civvies just sitting about in his yeah. like Definitely doesn't look sweats. like a lived in. Yeah, but it doesn't look like he's in a lived in apartment, does it? It no. kind of just looks yeah. like it's a room, an IKEA sort of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a showroom, a show like like Neil Abuse. Like, I got a favour. I got a mate who works at IKEA. We got twenty <laughs> minutes. We got twenty minutes on one of the one of the showrooms. Get in there, get out, and just the awkward exchange when one of his colleagues comes round to say like. There's been loads of letters for oh, you. Was that a colleague? I thought that was supposed to be his like, ex-girlfriend or something. No, 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 it's a colleague. And he's just... Oh, the he's... awkward pauses. They go on for like five minutes. Yeah. They're staring at each other and she's just looking around the room. She looks left, she looks right. What? And I just see what is going on. And as soon as he invites her in, he's like, well, you don't have to stay. You can fuck off if you want. It's like, <laughs> it's more like a, she's here to... You've been for a traumatic time. Like The thing is, though, I don't know why he's so like... <laughs> shaken up about this obviously yeah. like yeah, as a policeman exactly? you would see but, but, I, I imagine but he's, savage he, things day in day out yeah, like yeah. a car wreck is but who was the truck something about a, who, a I mean, who was the truck who was in that truck why did the truck just drive back because it drives normally yeah. once and then it comes back and smashes the, tr- yeah. the, the car and then, and then who was, was who was the little girl and why is she like why is she got the same red jumper as the girl from later on is there any fucking purpose to it? To it? I, it's, I, I think what it is is it's like um, highly literate foreshadowing of the, <laughs> of the sort of desperate plight that he's gonna gonna have to undergo. Oh, you know, it's part of the hero's journey. You know. Well, yeah, and then like he receives a letter, which I have a problem with when he's uh, reading this letter, mm. is that the voiceover. Is is going slower than he's obviously reading it because on screen we see him read the letter, turning it over, looking at the photo attached to it. Yet the voiceover is still going. Like, that's not normally how this kind of works in in, in, in films. Like it's like it's like again. I imagine the director's cut. He's like, shave off as much fucking time <laughs> as we can. Let's get rolling. Yeah. Let's get ready for that ending that everybody knows is coming a fucking mile off because it's, <laughs> it's on the it's on the poster. Yeah, it's yeah. on the post. Like, come on, like, I yeah, you know where it's going. Oh, also, can I just say it? one more thing about this scene? Mm. I don't know if you guys can uh, answer this for me as well. So while he's sitting there with the with the lady cop who's come to check on him, you can hear neighing horses in the background for the whole thing. Loads of neighing horses like, <laughs> oh, in the background. And I was like, did she come in on a horse? Did she ride in on a horse? And then I was like, did I miss that? Was I looking down? Was I looking at my beer? 
I couldn't work it out. But there's loads of neighing horses. But he's like a cop in the he's a cop in the big city. They talk yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. So in California. So why, so why are there yeah. horses? And I mean, I'm literally. I'm not insane. I tell you, I, this is the case. You might be because I yeah. don't remember that. I was that's, like, "What's going on with these horses?" Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but, oh no! In, no, actually, I think I know what it is now. Is he watching a TV program about horses with like cowboys and horses or something? He might. Oh, oh I think that's Ooh. it. Actually, sorry guys. Quite no sorry. worries. No I worries. Think I know what it's about. That's what we're here for. We're here to <laughs> yeah. work things out. Why did they have that? Though? Why did they just not switch <laughs> off the TV and not have the neighing horses? There we go. Go. Yeah. Um, and the the letter had exclaimed how like his ex-girlfriend is back on the island she's from and like she kind of just casually like in the letter just says oh yeah I'm from Summers Isle you know you wanted to know that the whole time we were going out well that's where I'm from now it's relevant like like my daughter's missing come on over like she's she's um we we we, we stopped going out nine years ago she's eight <laughs> yeah. years old yeah. alright mate yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. essentially a long winded booty call isn't it yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like New oh, address. It? Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> it's just it's just the new address with a question mark and a winky face. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, the old missing daughter one. All right, I yeah, got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. She she had two decisions. It was that or WUU two <laughs> with a question mark. We all know or. You still up? Three <laughs> a.m. Three a.m. Letter by courier. Still up. Um, <laughs> Beautifully but, handwritten papyrus font. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lovely penmanship. Oh, I've got a good They're letter. doing something right on Summer's Isle. Yeah, There's yeah. some beautiful penmanship. The, the letter down. was actually yeah. really well written. Credit where credit's due, isn't yeah. And uh, this spurs on Edward to go to uh, the police station to talk to one of his oh. colleagues by the name of Pete. <laughs> my favourite um, part of the... I've just written Pete... Pete's a prick. Because <laughs> uh, basically, it's just fucking odd. Like, you, he's he's in an office, right? So you think, oh, he's got some, um, he's got some authority in the in the California Police Department, wherever it is. And he's just like, but, but blows him. Oh, that, oh, that sounds like shit. What? It's your ex. What are you doing? Like, yeah, she's, why can't she get? Why can't she get the kid's husband to do it? Well, it's, like, it's, it's when he first explains to him about it, and he's like, he's like, the exact quote is, he's like, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, he's like, this is like a new chapter, and he's like, he's like, I didn't even realise you had a plot. And then what does Nicholas Cage say? He just kind of, he kind of just I shrugs it off. Doesn't he say, oh, I didn't know that, oh, he's like, he's like, I know or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, oh, always a boring cunt. Well. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? um, but he stole it for me. I was like, yeah, I yeah. want to see what fucking Pete's up to. Like, yeah, no. He's like, he's like I don't know. Doesn't he even suggest, he's like, oh, what? Oh, she's got a kid. Why didn't you blow her off ages ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He just, he's just there. He's almost like the voice of the audience at this yeah. point. Because he's like, you can see in like Edward's face that he's considering going to Somerset. <laughs> and he is, he is just like what we, well, what you're thinking at home, just going, no, fuck it off, he, mate. Like, 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 he could have been like, he could have been like Edward, mate. You've just come out of a really traumatic event. Why don't you chill out at home a bit? Yeah, more? He's yeah, not yeah. like that. He's just no, like, no. blow off this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a real electric performance. Oh, yeah, I, feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like he was like given like, you know what, we got you for an afternoon. And he was like, all right, it's my big moment yeah, to yeah. shine. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've got one of the big directors. <laughs> they've got like, a Nil Labute. Do you notice know, they get him to say uh, Summer Oil about as many times as he can as well. Like, oh, Summer Oil. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
<laughs> I bet they still got dial-up. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like I was missing a joke as well. Like he's like summarising, and like um, Nicholas Cage just smirks. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a name of a it's place. Not, it's just a, it's a f- fucking normal. Uh, uh, yeah, Pete. Well, like that is that is another thing you mentioned upon like the the humour in this film. Uh, yeah. Apparently, like Nicolas Cage has come out against the critics of this film for finding it um, humorous. He's done a Tommy Wiseau on this by wow. saying like me and uh, Neil LeBute had actually purposely made this a black comedy. Ooh. Which to me feels like some mm. retcon bullshit of yeah, like yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know when I, you know when I, you know when I came into the party yeah, yeah. and I tripped up oh, onto the, the table, <laughs> smashed my face, knocked everyone's cocaine and drinks onto the floor. Ah, I meant to do that. Hey, hey I'm, I'm a fucking wacky dude. I'm a performance artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I'm up. David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to hang myself in the bath. <laughs> Um, and then Edward is <laughs> off to Summer's Isle. Um, and this is one of many scenes where he kind of has these flashes of stuff we have seen, literally. It, I thought it was kind of madly well done, because it's a truck on a boat hitting a girl off the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, I've never yeah. even thought about that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of that even, being, even in a dream sense, I don't know. I sort of thought they did that well. The truck literally is on the front of the boat and it, it hits the girl off yeah, the yeah, boat. Yeah. But, like, there is, like, <laughs> there is moments in this, like this, of, like, just... it's almost, It almost felt like I was looking in a mirror because, like, Nicolas Cage's, like, face is just perplexed like there are many yeah. moments throughout this he just film keeps taking pills and drink and well it's just like the, cam- the camera yeah. the camera is like left rolling it's like they've caught him between takes and he's like yeah, trying yeah. trying to fucking work out like what what he's the fuck is going on that's about to happen that, you know. and he's going like he's there sat there going what the what the fuck is going on <laughs> and it's like that's what i'm thinking but also right then now. but then also in that moment you realize it is a dream, obviously, but mm. there is a girl with a red jumper there as well. Wait, I think yeah. this is this is a bit sort of like "Don't Look Now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But ironically, of course, you know, "Don't Look was Now" the was B- the B yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Wicker Man was the B movie. But Wicker Man, yeah, yeah. They, they released it as the B movie to the to the you know the, maybe, the maybe that, that must <laughs> be they must be referencing that. See another Easter egg, another yeah. uh, shitty Easter egg. But like, the thing yeah. is, why make Easter eggs to better films? <laughs> Yeah, I Do you know, know what I mean? Because it's a pile of shite. And <laughs> I think it's, it's it's like slow waving to your heroes, but but obviously like from bit in a pile of shit, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. in the portal of a festival, <laughs> waving up to your heroes. Like. <laughs> um, and like on the boat, he gets off, and uh, one of many quotable moments when he sees the, uh, <laughs> the the pilot of an airplane who takes the supplies to Summer Isle. I was impressed that, that they, they tried to get the plane looking like the original plane. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not, it's not painted the same, but it is the same kind of plane. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They could have done a bunch of other shit, but they, yeah, they yeah. really liked that, clearly. Another example of what, what I want to say, I know you, you were saying earlier that he chatted shit about various elements of the Wicked Man, yeah, yeah. the soundtrack, but clearly he loves enough about it. He's like, we're going to get that fucking plane right. Oh, yeah. So anyway, go on. I <laughs> imagine the plane thing is like, a devo- like it serves the plot, though, to have a biplane as yeah, something yeah. that we sure. will we will discuss later on. Yeah. But oh, upon meeting the, the pilot, 
Nicolas Cage delivers the line, Ahoy there! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's very quickly, like, he's brought up on it, like, like, like he should be. Like, why the fuck did you say that? He's like, like, hello would have been fine. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what I was supposed to say. Or it's like, oh, is that supposed to make us feel better about, like, like Nicolas Cage there? We're like, oh, come on, man. Like, I, don't, like, I don't know, he just seems, he seems quite smug with everything he does, though. It's almost like they're trying to make him an innocent Christian without ever mentioning Christianity. They're like, he's so innocent, he doesn't know how to say fucking hello <laughs> to someone. <laughs> he's just going, he's like, uh, 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 just, I don't know, he's using archaic like uh, arcane like <laughs> greetings you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good day to you sir <laughs> good morrow sir <laughs> guys what the fuck <laughs> and he manages like he's at first he's trying to just like reason with the guys like you gotta take me out to Summer's Isle and then um, just very quickly he's like how about you take us and like very knowing very knowing look he's like what do you mean us and he's like Oh, me and my friend, Ulysses C. Grant and Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> the guy's like, let's rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not like, again, as much as it's built up that he's like a Christian man, yeah. he's knocked it straight <laughs> fucking down. He's not even, that is literally through bribery. He's not yeah, yeah. a good cop at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I imagine like this kind of like, I don't know. I like to see this as a pre-requisite for a bad lieutenant, a oh. film I will I will <laughs> I be talking about, about in a few weeks. I keep like, thinking about, oh, I'm excited about that. <laughs> um, they could have just asked if there was a toll. Like, do I have to pay to go over? <laughs> but he was like, no, he's like, like, I don't want to lose my business. I don't want to lose my business with the cult ladies. Uh, yeah, the cult ladies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he manages to land on Summer Isle. And he's just like stumbling around in the bushes for a couple of minutes, like, and then seems to just walk up from where the plane was anyway, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. I don't fucking get. It's like, <laughs> like, of all the shit you've cut out of this, supposedly, like, <laughs> why are you leaving this shit in? Just have that moment of him coming up and bumping into the locals who, they're fun, Ooh. aren't they? They're, yeah. they're a fun Actually, bunch. I, I've, I've got to say, as much as, much as I love the original Wicker Man, yeah. I I, I, I I know that this film shits all over yeah. it. I actually thought they did this scene all right, yeah. that opening scene. Um, because, of course, you've got, so we've got the three ladies here. We've got the three ladies who are representative of the three sort of fishermen, sailor types who are yeah, like, yeah. oh, we don't know about this. Yeah. And they kind of probably mirror word for word a lot of their lines or yeah, sort of change yeah, yeah. them slightly. But they all kind of did a good job of, of, of doing that. Yeah, yeah. And the bloody bag, I mean... It, it does add something to it, at least within this version, because I was like, "What the fuck is in this bloody bag?" Yeah, yeah. Although, so, although like, um, they're so knowing, though. In the whereas, yeah, in, whereas yeah. sort of simpletons in the in the, in the other. Yeah, film. he's like, this "Look one, at the photograph." Yeah. He's like, "He's like, you have to look at it." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. like, "Well, well you, you might want to look at the photograph before <laughs> before saying no." Yeah, she <laughs> sort of like looks off in the middle distance with like a knowing smile. <laughs> like, no, I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's <laughs> a lot of like winks to ca- like a winks to camera. In this of like oh fucking got yeah, everyone yeah. over on you. It's a good example of a scene where basically the, the this stuff with Le Bouc 
clearly thought that the original wasn't scary enough, so he yeah. has to add something scarier to it. He's like, okay, so we've got these three kind of spooky people, but it's not really spooky, so, so let's... let's fucking have a bloody bag of wriggling flesh. <laughs> 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 to, like, really get the audience to know you were in a fucking horror movie now, boy. Like, so, but, but to be fair, it worked on me, because I was like, what is in this bag? <laughs> we never found out, though. No, no. Like, it, like it, it fucking squirmed, he shit himself and walked off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, You've just seen blood come out of the fucking bag. It could have bag. been the child he was looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a look. In the photo- the we should have said at least like took the gun out right now and be like look I'm looking in the bag well that's the thing as well is like the bag wriggling like like the, yeah. the kind of the attempt at a jump yeah. scare it's just them playing like a classic prank do you know what I mean yeah. like like your dad going like come here come here come here and the hand on the shoulder it's like a very like he's just like oh, oh fucking hell they got me <laughs> on to the next band of nutters um and he finds that band of nutters yeah. in the local bar. Um, oh my god! And <laughs> a brilliant again, another fantastic like opening line is um, he's kind of like narrating his own life. He's like, "Must be ladies' night <laughs> because Summer Isle is populated majoritively by women, women named after plants or trees." Um, and the first lady he manages to. Uh, bump into is Sister Birch. Oh no, Sister Beach, who is played by uh, an actress who we all thought was Kathy Burke, <laughs> yeah. and is not Kathy Burke. <laughs> she is well, just Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yeah, well, Kathy Burke. Who's she? It's like Wayne Etter in it. From, uh... Oh fucking hell! Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. definitely not her. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> Bates. That's what we were thinking. Yeah. Which, like, again, there is a moment in this film. That reminds me of a fantastic Kathy Bates <laughs> film. And again, why are you <laughs> letting us know about films that are so much better? Um, and out of nowhere, Willow turns up. The Willow, who had written Edward the letter to get him over to Summer Isle. And like, she's just like, she looks suspicious from the get-go. Like, I don't know about you guys, but she's mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> At first, it's like, oh, is, is she got. Is she, is she worried? Is she scared about what the? She's the just locals very. Are she's heavily do? illuminated. They yeah. like just put all the sort of the unnatural, semi-natural <laughs> light on her, and suddenly he's like, "Wow, baby!" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, and that's, and that's your introduction to it. Yeah, and he manages to get a room at the inn, unlike uh, this is Mary and Joseph. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah go on, he's go like, on. Oh, can you can you can you swing me a room? What? Yeah. What? Is she said, "What? You, what? What do you want? Swing? Is that some big city saying?" Yeah. <laughs> he means, "Can we manage? Can we manage to have a room for him?" <laughs> and um, he manages to get a room, but not first without having a nice, tasty oh, mead. Yeah. Which is, oh my uh, god! If you didn't know what mead is made of, it's like um, honey, oh. barley, and some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he, oh, yeah. <laughs> he fucking essentially just swings his dick out onto the desk in the form of his badge, just whacking it against the desk. Like, <laughs> I just want to let you guys know I'm a fucking cop and I'm here to fucking get answers. So you fuckers better let me know what I'm fucking here for. <laughs> 
It's such a weird scene. I think it was in that scene I was like, oh God, if you if you had any illusions that this film might be good, it's that scene where you're like, nah. There's no fucking way this scene is so bad, so fucking hokey. Oh. And uh, just before he's about to go to his room, he kills a bee that is on the desk and the people of Summer Isle are not happy about this. They say, why? Why did you do it, Nicolas Cage? And he says, I'm allergic. Yeah. <laughs> As we've talked about <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah, at, at which point I go, allergy, you say. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he manages to meet Willow by, I just found it great that it was called The Place Beyond the Point. Uh, it just reminded me of the... Uh, the Place Beyond the Point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, meet me at The Place Beyond the Point. <laughs> <laughs> can I just can I just make an important point about Willow here? It's interesting because in the original film, Willow is actually a saviour character. Mm. She's trying to stop uh, uh, Agent Howie from going to the Wicker Man. She's trying to warn him. Yeah. And this whole sort of sexy dance thing, which yeah. is like, come to my room, is a sort of elaborate way of sort of protecting him. Um, and, and trying to get him to leave. And I think she literally says, you should leave yeah, at yeah, one yeah. point. And he's like, oh, I'm fucking blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Whereas in this film, they make her into someone who seems like that at first, but is just generally just another villain. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's so sad because that's one of the things in the original Wicked Man, among many wonderful things. About yeah, yeah. It. But I love that this character that you initially think, oh, she's she's an occult witch. She's yeah, trying yeah. to seduce this Christian. Actually, she's doing it for good reasons. She just doesn't want him to die. Yeah, yeah. You know? Even though oh, she's yeah. there at the end as well. But you know what I mean? There's a feeling of... But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's a. It's it's a strange. Um, it's strange to kind of uh, reallocate some of these names into the roles. Like all the way through, you get this kind of like. Yeah, it's like a really bad remix yeah, of, yeah. of yeah. It's like someone took a fucking play and then they sort of cut it up and put it into different areas and then try to like get some fucking idiots to make it, you know, in a PE hall. And then give them a bit of dialogue that that is from later on in the movie now just because (laughs) for the sake of it. And like back to the film, like he's like talking to Willow and she's kind of giving him like nuggets of information but like conveniently can't give him everything he needs to know because... The plot just doesn't allow it. Do you know what I mean? He's like, oh, the, you hear that sound? I must go. I will talk to you on the morrow. And like, and like no, <laughs> yeah, we can't yeah. talk. We'll talk, we'll talk. We'll talk later. We'll talk later in another shady-looking part of the island. And um, he goes back to his room and finds out that uh, like tapes from his bag are missing. And uh, oh, yeah. the and tape is called "Everything Is Gonna Be Okay." What is that about? I'm assuming it has to be some type of like self-help, like tape. Well, he, or p- something he picked right. it up in the diner before before all the business with the with the with the car accident. Like that, oh. that's the first thing we see him do when he's in his shiny jacket. Oh wow! He, he flicks through the. There's like a rack of these self-help. Flicks through, finds that one. We get a good look at it. But he bought that before the car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he needed that self-help tape before, before. the accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Surely it seemed that he Rough had it life. all together before mm. that. I feel like <laughs> there is there is some like one one of the things I do not care what happens to Edward's character because no. I know nothing about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's like, he, there's, there's no real struggle for him. Like again, like even. What he saw on that highway was horrific in in the, in in regards to like a car crash. But as I said, 
as a highway patrolman, you would have thought that that's is, his job. Yeah, well, yeah that is dime a dozen. Yeah, How, yeah. You see that day in, day out, that kind of horrific like car crashes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yet, all it took was one, and he's out of the game. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, he's gallivanting on Summer's Island. He's getting his post mm. sent elsewhere. Well, you can't send it to an IKEA showroom, can you, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, when he realises his tapes are missing, he asks, um, "I don't think you ever get a name." All I know is she just seems like a uh, like a low rent Jodie Foster. Again, this film is like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, just <laughs> reminding you of like great talent and great films it's just it's a real fucking punch to the stomach that they keep doing this to us and we're not even fucking 20 minutes into it (laughs) Um, and then we get like possibly the strangest characters of this film two like blind old twins (laughs) they're so shit man yeah (laughs) (laughs) who just said oh fuck of course it's another reference to fucking don't look now Uh. Because they've got the fucking blind woman who can tell the future, right? Yeah. And stuff. Ah, oh, right. Nice. Nice there one, Buick. <laughs> and then he has a little nap. And as if we didn't have to be like, ah, oh, we've seen it, but five minutes earlier, he's having flashbacks to the boat, but this time it's in black and white and a bit out oh, of focus. There's a lot of that. Yeah. and it's, There's a lot yeah. of that. That should have been kept on the cutting. It looks like a Dido sort of um, music video. You know what I mean? It's sort of like mid 90s kind of. I'm in the cafe singing my song. It looks like that, but it's supposed to be like a nightmare, reoccurring vision. And then he has the nightmare of the crash, but it's the girl in the car, it's the mum in the car. What's going on? I don't know who always went into song there. It's the mum in the car. Um, and like he he wakes up to the sound of a girl crying in the night. Ooh. Like nobody bloody wants that, do they? Like, unless you're uh, a parent. Well, yeah. And then, and then you, you do want that because if they're not, if your child's not crying, they could be dead. It's better to know. It's yeah, better yeah, to know. Parenting one hundred and one of the cases in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any tips, guys? I'm your guy. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-six kids, you know. That's me. That's me. Could be. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? I could have had a kid. I could have had a kid nine years ago and get a letter, and I'm on the fucking Isle of (laughs) (laughs) Sheppey. I'm there on the papyrus booty call. (laughs) Yeah, I'm there on the Isle of Sheppey, and next thing you know, I'm inside a fucking (laughs) wicker man. Uh, Oh God. and he's creeping around at night, and he's he's into a barn. I thought this was getting oh. a bit Mills and Boone, yeah, yeah. classic. Like old uh, old uh, Willow's going to be there, and they're going to have a bunk up in the barn. I'm really no. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then, like the fucking alien turns up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you get this weird scurrying. Oh, I saw that. And he's it's just a like, and he's like. So, so he sort of goes into the barn even further, but I swear it's like yeah, it's something straight out I of saw, Alien. I it's, saw some shadows. It's thing. a child, like yeah, it? well, it's what? it's the little kid, right? Has run off into the barn. He's following her. Oh, like she sees a little girl out. She runs off into the barn. He follows her. When he gets in the barn, yeah, it's like inhumanly fast scurry, <laughs> and it's yeah, and the kind of yeah, and this sort of low level kind of tittering or like you know like uh, child childish noises, and he sort of he straight after it, but it was like. That's a very strange. But what does he manage to? What does he manage to find in the barn, though? Oh fuck uh, all! Except I can't danger. Remember. 
Fruit and veg? Just, just, oh, yeah, just <laughs> loads of fruit. And then <laughs> yeah. it falls. And no, it yeah, falls, falls the And then in that moment, not I was the best like, place uh, to store your shit. Like. Just in the same way as trying to add the bloody bag to yeah. just a scene of three people, just, you know, you know, whatever. I saw in that moment, I was like, ah, right. This is a ho- He's trying to make a Hollywood action blockbuster film, and he's creating action scenes where action scenes don't need yeah. to be. I, I, I felt this was one of those moments, like I said before, of Nicolas Cage, like, Keep this in, because yeah. this lets the people know got a bit of upper body strength. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> no, one, 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 one arm pull up, mate. Yeah. He does it. He saves himself with a one arm pull up. It's you know, so like yeah, movie magic. And then that's it. Like he's just he's just out. He's back. Like he's back to having a nice little sleep. And then the next day, he's just sat there at a table <laughs> in the bar, just, just looking, looking perplexed, around. just like kind of like. And like he has a, he has a chat about how, how there's no honey, like yeah they're not selling any. They, there's no. He's got one of those little bears, isn't he? Yeah, and there's nothing in it. bought honey, and then notices upon the wall that there's photos that look like some type of harvest ceremony, yeah. and he's like, "Where's the newest photo?" But luckily, there's someone there to like tell him exactly what what the photos are of. Yeah, yeah, yeah Why yeah. there's one missing, like. Oh, that's from the that's from the the festival that we have, you know, the the May Day festival, the, or is it August August festival? So she just goes into it, just yeah. spills it all out, and he's well, like, and then, and then and then like, as if he wasn't like he doesn't seem that alarmed at like, oh, that went missing last night. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like I would be I would be off that island. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, no no thank you. Yeah. I, or I'm coming back. I'm coming back with with some more guys. Like because because like or, no nobody has given him a straight answer. But he so tries to do that, right? That's the whole radio game, right? Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But too little, too late, Bob. Uh, <laughs> that's about an hour in. Um, so yeah, he finds out that the one is missing, and obviously suspects that that photo is of Rowan. Um, and then he asks the poor man's Jodie Foster about Rowan, like while she's chopping some wood. Yeah. And, like, she kind of says, like, some really cryptic stuff about, like, he asks, like, what's happening, like, the day after tomorrow? And she's like, oh, nothing. And he's like, well, what's happening tomorrow? She's like, I've already told you. And I was like, what? That's a really weird scene. Is this, like, is this yeah. film trying to... <laughs> it's like trying to make a word game thing out of it. And she's like, I just told you, but you didn't. Well, like, like, <laughs> like, like IMDb Trivia said that some of this film is uh, 80% the same. Just it, out of context. Is that one of those like, times? Like, <laughs> yeah, they just put up some random words together, yeah, like yeah. fridge magnets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They've kind of done like a kind of you know you hear those stories of like um, Mick Jagger like writing lyrics, oh, yeah, tracks yeah. on Exile on Main Street, picking words out of a hat. Like it's <laughs> one of them where he's like skydiver, uh, fiver, like, so like just like stuff that rhymes but has no relevance. Which it feels well, like a lot of the lines one good, I actually, I, for one maybe one of the few moments in this film that actually felt something was in this moment when she looks into Nicolas Cage's eyes and she says you know will you take me home with me will you me take you will you take me the word games have fucked me right up will you take me home with you and there was the moment that I was like this is kind of interesting so there's like not all of these women on this island actually want to be there and maybe like and it was also kind of a bit sexy on some level I don't know but I, there was something about it and, and, and they, they betray that one moment later on 
they make her into another villain and, and allow Nicolas Cage to literally drop kick her in the head. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> he looks super confused and then heads off to the skull, yeah. which is a fantastic scene. Um, yeah. Do you want to take the lead on this one, Tim? Well, what he, happens? Yeah, Paul? well, he, he goes. He goes into the. He goes into the school hall, and um, Alma Garrett from um, Deadwoods teaching teaching the class. And uh, yeah, she sort. She she asks a question like, "What? Um, something about uh, what? What? What is the male?" And then we got these these two little. Uh, Twin kids in the class who are like the phallus, the phallus, <laughs> and um, and then and then Cage, another another like classic, oh, like um sort of opening line is like, oh, school's changed a lot since I went, <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, who the fuck are you coming into my class? He hasn't he hasn't introduced himself. No yet. knock at the door. No, no, he just walked in, dropped this fucking one liner during it's probably quite an all you know she's teaching serious shit. <laughs> She's like, who the fuck don't, don't come in my class it, it, it's by far one of the clunkiest scenes in the entire film yeah. scene. But she's yeah. there's something uh, going on their acting is just they're not acting properly they're not acting yeah. how actors normally act well I feel I feel like some of the direction was like act suspicious but it's almost like like it it falls into parody almost of like or like robotic, like I'm gonna have to see you outside, Mister. It's like that yeah. proper bad. And like he, he like looks at like the empty desk and finds that like there's a fucking crow inside. <laughs> oh yeah. Of, like, of oh the... yeah, yeah. And he loses it with his little. How could you let him do this? Yeah, you're liars. Oh, so, you're all liars. And this is one of those where he goes, he goes not to cage. Like that. This but is the mark of the man. This though. is probably a good moment, Tim, that we go back to the original Wicker Man. Let's think about that classroom scene. So yeah. in that, so in that, he he's he goes in. He he goes in a little bit strong, but he's actually quite mm-hmm. polite when he first enters. Yeah, yeah. He's not going everyone, you know, whatever. He's yeah, not yeah. telling everyone to shut up. He's quite calm. He, he sort of starts addressing yeah. the children, and then he goes over and he finds a little beetle that's yeah, been, yeah. that's been tied. Uh, like round this little yeah, a nail, lead, nail, yeah. yeah, 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 and he's like, "Why'd you do it, you weird girl?" Or something. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, well, you know, kind of thing." It's much spookier. It's all about the atmosphere, and he does get angry yeah. because the teacher is, of but, course, teaching about the phallus and stuff. But also, but also, it's like the um, in in the in the classic version, there's sort of why I think it's um, so beloved like over these years is that. Um, there's a real sensitive treatment of some of these pagan uh, belief systems. So mm-hmm. she's she's she actually the teacher in the in the Edward Woodward version is actually like, oh, what what is the maypole? And they're like, oh, it's the it's the representation of the phallus. Yeah. It's it it looks like that class is following some sort of logic. Yeah, yeah. and and that's you know the the brilliant thing about the um, original is that um, often when questioned about their pagan beliefs their answers are actually quite logical and like, you can go point. oh yeah that yeah. makes oh that makes sense yeah and um, we don't talk about death oh why because children find that quite difficult to deal with <laughs> that's a fair like it's not just <laughs> oh we don't talk about it because oh, you know we're weirdos <laughs> we're whereas in this <laughs> yeah. he goes in and it's like he's like full-on mental yeah. um the teacher doesn't seem to have any sort of a lesson plan except just weird shit with crows <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And then, and then, like they have some sort of struggle over a register. Yeah, like yeah. A, you know. And then that I is think her desk. A, that's a, yeah. There's, there's an empty desk. Little, there's also a tiny wooden house in the corner. I noticed that seems to have no relevance. Right. Kind of thing. Well, there's yeah. a like there is another. I was, I was there is so another, like, bedazzled by the acting that I uh, <laughs> missed that one. There is another moment when they have a talk outside. Um, 
Well, there's a reference outside to the maypole. And it is, yeah, it is yeah. the same. And you can see the maypole in the distance in the original. It's the same, but it's yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but she says, like, he's asking what happened to her. And, like, it kind of transpires that, like, he's like, is she dead? And she, she explains that mm. in their traditions, like, the, there, is no, death, say, there yeah. is no death. Like, we become something else. We're, mm. we're a part of the land. Mm. And um, she, she, like, lets slip. And it's, again massive foreshadowing because yeah. she says she'll burn yeah, and yeah. then and then he's very quick to be like what'd you say what? can I like, also say that at this point of the film in the Wicker Man is this when it cuts to the musical around the maypole or was that before uh, it, he it, before he goes in the, yeah, you got so the... imagine imagine this film but there was a musical moment just before that classroom where people yeah. dance around the maypole and there's that weird I mean, dude and he's like and on that man was on that play. woman and it's like <laughs> yeah. and grows a tree and on that tree there and on that tree there wood. it's like it's <laughs> like summer, it's, it's <laughs> fucking awesome mate it's they so did, great Magnet did a, uh, did a job on but that but also one. so what she's referring to when she's talking about this burning which is this foreshadowing you're talking about she's talking about the idea there's no death because she in the original transmogrified into a rabbit yeah which is, of course, what he would find in the in, in the, the grave. grave. But in this, what does he find in the grave? A, 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 a the burnt doll, doll. The burnt doll, which uh, looks uh, suspiciously like a doll that he picked up. Well, for fuck's sake. Earlier on in the movie. What happens next, Pedro? Is this um, what we're doing, then? Are we going to... We're going to go all the way, all the way through, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of blanked out at this point. In the, <laughs> well, well, don't worry. Me and Bob are here to hold good, you up, good. Tim. Um, he managed to find... Well, he finds Willow by Rowan's grave, supposed grave. And she talks about how there was used to be a church here yeah. and says there's a crypt that has a lock on it. Oh, no, but before that, there's another bit. Because just after oh, he meets shit. the teacher, he meets the teacher again. And he goes, didn't I just speak with you? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. And um, him and Willow talk about how there used to be, there used to be, like, again, it feels like there is a whole, like, Christian versus pagan thing that is just totally cut out of this version entirely. Yeah, yeah. That like, like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do know why. Yeah. It, it seems obvious why because America loves Christianity. And what's funny about the Wicker Man is, even though it's Christians versus pagans, mm. it's very much saying they're both kind of oh, yeah, dangerous a... and and confusing. And yeah, yeah. and it's not it's not really saying anyone's the hero. Really, it's saying it's all kind of bizarre and superstitious and yeah. nonsense in a way. Um, you know, the, the god can't save the agent, and 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 the, and the pagans' crops aren't necessarily going to get better because of the sacrifice. It's just yeah. madmen roaming the landscape, killing each other. Yeah. But in this film, they can't possibly say that he's a Christian because then it would become a sort of different kind of film. Even though at the end they do make they emphasize that he's a martyr and that yeah. he will sit among among the gods. But the, yeah, the, but but um, uh, like. Um, Christopher Lee in the original was like, oh, you'll, you'll, you should be happy to die because you'll die a martyr's death and be with your God. Whereas in yeah. this, they don't, because he's not, he's, he's they've not, not established, he's, a, he's like, oh, I don't believe in anything. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, so they kind of, again, they nick a bit of dialogue, fuck it up, and, you know, spew yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it, put it through the sausage. It makes zero sense. <laughs> you know I mean, put it through the know. sausage maker and it comes out a dog. <laughs> like, I, don't know, I don't know how it works, guys. Um, and then he's asking about who is who is like uh, Madame Summersile, like who is Mother Summersile, or whatever. Yeah. And like again, Willow just seems to give him just shit, like like not shit as in like a uh, uh, grief, yeah. but just like half like. Well, the 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 morning will will bring us better better times to talk, and it's just like 
spit it out. Like, like if he cannot see that she is like lying to him, I don't know what he's fucking doing. And then she pulls out her fucking like ace card she has been hiding this whole time that he is the father of Rowan. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Like, like a pointless connection as well. Yeah, and like, it's like, what, what I don't get is... Time. The the maths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely, yeah. surely you'd go, oh, you know what? That kid is X amount of years old. We went out X amount of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Nine-month gap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of works it seemed, out. It definitely seems when they first meet each other, when they when he meets up with uh, with uh, Willow and... and and they're, and they're talking about how they used, she used to be married or whatever. That happened early in the film, right? That, that's when they first. Well, no, they it. yeah they talk about how like he she had an engagement ring and she had like she had kept it. She kept she it. Like, really it's supposed to have been over ten years ago, right? It definitely feels that way. It yeah, can't yeah. Have just been like. Like, could it have been eight years ago? But eight years ago is kind of a long time. But it just it just felt like yeah he should have put two and two together the moment he read the letter that was yeah, talking definitely. about a daughter. Yeah. Yeah, especially because he was fucking engaged when she was wearing the... And yeah, and there was a photo set. He could have, he <laughs> it's pointless to talk about plausibility in this yeah, fucking yeah. What, 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 type, what type of like policeman is he that he can't do a bit of <laughs> yeah. a tiny bit of detective work? Go, oh, that, that kid looks uh, like... Well, yeah. doesn't even say that, doesn't the prick Pete, or whatever his name is, doesn't even go, doesn't even go do some fucking detective work, man. Look, look her up or whatever. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no phone signal. Give her a call. Give her a call. No phone signal. Pull it on dial up. Um... <laughs> And then uh, Edward is shown to Rowan's room and uh, it's just been stripped of everything. That was the last place that Willow saw her. That drawing's kind of cool underneath the desk. Yeah. I sort of like that. I thought they did a good job of drawing. But I thought that that scene is so boring. Yeah. Couldn't wait to get out of this Mm. blank white room of nothingness. Well, that 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 that, that room just leaked onto all the performances that were (laughs) all in it. Like, it was, oh, it was turgid. Um, Oh, and then he thinks he sees Rowan under the dock when he goes down to like because yeah. he sees that very the, important. He yeah. sees that the the pilot has come back with more the, supplies. That, that, that scene, or, or, so, so this is when he's sitting for ages and waiting yeah. for ages, yeah, and, it, and it keeps fading to show you how long he's been sitting there. And then suddenly he's fading into well, you don't know it at first, but suddenly what well, he sees a, a girl underneath the water. Yeah. Is that right? And then he he dives into the water in a, a great Nicolas Cage diving yeah. scene. I hope that's actually him because he does oh, a proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a proper great sort yeah, of jump. He's like a, he's like a natural penguin, <laughs> and, yeah. and he goes right under the water. Yeah. And it's actually to be fair, I think the way they do her dead body in the water looks yeah. really oh, good. Oh man! In another film. Yeah. I'm liking this. Yeah, and I, I know. Film, I'm like, this is pretty cool. It's like like it Night of the Hunter vibes. This is like, yeah, yeah, this is going to be pretty cool. The and also just weird, sort of weird Argento, Mario Bava yeah. underwater, yeah. like corpsey stuff. And I, re- I was really digging that stuff. And, uh, and then and then basically, like, he, he's, is he holding her? And then it cuts, and he's like, oh, thank God, it's a dream. Looks down, <laughs> and, he's, and she's in his arms, and, oh, and then it cuts back again. <laughs> and that moment, I was like, there is no... I mean, already we know this film is bad. Now we know this man can't direct. Yeah, but he can't even fucking edit. There is no, <laughs> there is no, there is nothing. What the fuck? Yeah. I've, no, I've never seen something yeah. that bad in terms of a cut. Well, it's, like, film. it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like a pump fake, and then another pump fake. Do you <laughs> know it's what like, it's, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's always like a, I don't know, like a drum roll, one too many. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's just, just like. Oh, Anyway. Nil, nil, So what nil. happens after that? And then... Um, he goes to see... Well, he strips out to his pants 
find out <laughs> if the pilot has a radio. Yeah, you yeah. know what? It doesn't. No radio. Pointless scene. So who is he going to that. see? He's yeah. going to see the Doctor. Mm. Doctor um, Moss. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds like a radio DJ. <laughs> You're tuned in with Doctor Moss. Um, who is played by Francis Conroy, who is a kind of like gained fame probably in later years now as being on uh, American Horror Story. Oh, she right. plays like a lot of like obviously an anthology so gets oh, lots no, of different characters. She's great. Yeah, yeah, also yeah. in Six Feet Under. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, brilliant. very yeah. can play creepy very well. And does it does, like yeah. it feels like she's not given enough to do nah. in this film yeah, to yeah. like really she's get definitely the... downplaying it as well. She's like this is Schlock, I'm gonna play it like Schlock. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And um like she talks about like how like they've got they've got their ways there and he's like right I better be on like you've got nothing for me and then just hides in the bushes and she is like she is escorted out like by possibly the creepiest looking people in the film yeah I've got I've got to say that that's a really good design their masks these red kind of beekeeping mask things with sort of ovals almost like a sort of submarine suit yeah yeah, yeah. I thought that is the only mask that works other than the bear mask. The, yeah, in the yeah, entire yeah. film all the other masks are fucking literally low budget shit that's the first <laughs> thing if you want to know is this film anything like the original just compare the fucking masks yeah. this literally all these look like shop bought fucking Asda masks <laughs> in comparison but go on and then he sneaks back in finds that there's loads of like like fetuses in jars and reads up about like their rituals and stuff that was like that yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just standard yeah. creepy fair like yeah. But I don't know, I just feel like there's enough moments in this film to break you out of it that the, there should be just a looming tension throughout the whole thing. And there it's kind it. of. It's not, yeah, there's it's not, not. There's not. There should be that kind of cold hand on the back of your neck feeling. Yeah. Yet it's kind of like they try and break it up with like jump scares, which is just cheap and tacky. Like, um, And then he finds the harvest picture of Rowan and a nice little uh, note on it that says, Worst harvest on record. Nice to know that they're keeping <laughs> records of the harvests and that that was the yeah. last one. Um, yeah. So what does he do? He goes and has a good old shout at Willow. He's like, why do you not bloody tell me mm-hmm. that she was like, she was, her picture was taken at the worst bloody harvest. And then things transpire and they end up having a nice little awkward Yes. Like, real, real like... Fucking odd, odd kiss. <laughs> yeah, I think I wrote that down actually. Cop kissing, I just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I actually in that moment I kind of understood another let's look at what Labouk is, is, is up to here he, he's gone what was missing from the original film so the whole point about we were talking about how Willow earlier is trying to save Agent Howie from the Wicker Man right from being there on May Day but also there's this sexual tension because he's Christian he can't even though he wants to he's pushing his body mm. against that wall he wants to have sex with Willow, who wants yeah. to be into his room, but he can't. He's married, first of all, but secondly, he's just a Christian man. He yeah. can't be fucking around with these pagan goddesses. It's just not the case kind of thing. Whereas in this film, suddenly he's just like, let's fucking make out. Yeah. <laughs> because because Labouk is like, what that was missing was a little bit of a, a little bit of a, you know, kissing. <laughs> you know? I bet if he had his way, there would have been like a sex scene. Oh, oh, yeah. Orgies galore. In the Maybe grave. that's what we're in missing the grave, from the, you know. That's, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, that's the hard R. That's the hard R. That's the NC-17. Um, Bear costumes. <laughs> sex <laughs> And uh, he's riding around on this like old bike, which you have no idea if he got it from a nice little rental place. He got it from like... Um, I don't remember. Did he steal it? 
No, no, no. Oh, no, he, he just cuts. He's on a bike. Like, he's on a bike. <laughs> and I, I, I hoped that the director's cut of this, or like there would have been a featurette on the DVD of like the bike tour of like the locations with Nicholas Cage. Like, <laughs> a lot of like address the camera, like oh. Here we are in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I, I, I'm currently just shooting the Wicker Man, and here I am on this lovely bike. Join me as I go have a nice pub lunch, <laughs> like a kind of like Neil Floyd, like. Off, off the... God, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah. like um, Hollywood. You better be listening. Um, <laughs> um, and then he drops the bike though to help these uh, gentlemen with a load of logs, yeah. and like, oh, what is going on there? He saves a guy's life, yet he's given no thank you, no yeah. nothing. They just snub him and carry I on. I thought they were going to show that their tongues were removed. Yeah. But they never do that. Because cause they, they don't talk and he keeps going, mm. don't talk, buddy, because he saves him. But the, the guy's like doesn't say anything. He's like, don't talk, buddy. And I thought, yeah, Nick, because his fucking tongue's been removed. But they never open their mouth to show you that. Yeah. Why? Yes. Is that something about this cut? Because that would seem like something like, like that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you... maybe maybe he's just keeping it back a little bit of mystery for once. He's sort of uh, giving us everything <laughs> no else. He's way. like, I reckon, no way. I reckon, I reckon they blew the De- budget. Definitely not, because when you they see, when you see the... that plate, that pilot later, they went yeah. to town on that pilot. Oh, yeah. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they blew their budget on that, and they were like, oh, they can't um, do a... It's just better for them to just not talk. They're just like... And then he stumbles across a bee farm and has a blackout because he's stung by bees. And Apparently he's what? allergic. Bloody <laughs> another flashback with oh, more fucking black more 19- 1990s music video. Oh, yeah. But yeah. but can we say this, though, that when it pans up and you see the hexagonal field, looks pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. yeah. Good job of that little, what they did there, like making that pattern yeah. in the ground. It's good. And he wakes up in Sister Summer Isle's home and like he's got his massive grotesque lumps on his arms and he has a little walk into the garden nice little chit chat with uh, Sister Summer Isle who oh. is just shady from the get go and talks about like how there is no murder on the island, that things they do are a lot different and again, this film is just laden with like like shoehorned foreshadowing of like things that are to come is this, like, is this Lady Summerall, yes? It's Lady Summerall, can, yeah. Can we mention that she is the incredible actress from Requiem for a Dream who plays a crazy fucking grandma? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the fact that she is literally reducing herself to this level. I mean, I have seen her, seen her in some sort of trailers for sort of Miley Cyrus films and like it's sort of shit like that. So it's like, you know, <laughs> it is that kind of same playful. But literally, she, she's, she can be so good. She's in a lot of Aronofsky stuff, actually. She's also in The Fountain and stuff like that. But, uh, but she's so good. Why the fuck is she in this piece of shit? I don't know. Why is Nicolas Cage in this piece of shit? <laughs> Money. Um, but, like, another bit of foreshadowing yeah. is that she says, like, some women left to find a man. Yeah. Like, mm. which is just, like, like yeah. maybe it's because I know what is coming or, like, it's just all of this stuff. If you just, like, there should be a klaxon where it's, like, because it's said, like, those lines are said almost with, like, an extra emphasis, like, find a Man, like it's just, yeah. Um, and then like another great like one-liner he has as well is where he's like, "Nice racket you got going here, ma'am." He really is not being a good cop in this scene. He's not really doing any detective work. He's just hassling an old woman. He's just hassling everyone. Yeah, yeah. 
He's hassling everyone. But he goes to do some detective work that night when he goes to dig up Rowan's grave and find the burnt doll. Good job, Edward. Yeah. And then he goes down into the crypt and he goes for a lovely little swim because he yeah. thinks he might find some answers there. And one of the tongueless wonders traps him in. <laughs> and, like, this is something I would have loved to have seen in this cut. It's just like, or like a kind of 127 hours style film. Of just Nick Cage <laughs> in that crypt, <laughs> holding on to that grate Hello. for twelve hours. <laughs> He's like, help! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At one point, the moon. he screams help. Yeah, and it cuts to like stock footage of the moon, <laughs> <laughs> just to show how loud he shouted it. <laughs> Even the moon went, oh bloody hell! <laughs> Someone say something. Uh. <laughs> oh. Uh, luckily, luckily, Willow's there to oh, help. Yeah, she's she? Like, she's yeah. like, she's like, you would have thought he's got a fucking GPS tracker on him. Like, she just knows <laughs> where to find him. She's like Michael Caine in The Weatherman. Just like, <laughs> fucking appears out of nowhere. So, but cool. it's sort of, um, I'm not, at this point, I thought, oh, maybe there's some, there's like some sort of undercurrent um, going on, like sort of devices being used. Because like, we've had reference to fire. You know the burning. We've seen the car go up. Um, now we've got we've got him trapped in this water watery kind of like um, crypt, and we've kind of got the, we've had the bees who inhabit the air. He's just dug oh. up the grave, so we've got this sort of elemental themes going on. And I thought, oh, that maybe maybe it will be developed. Maybe we'll find more out like along that line. It just kind of struck me that we've we're, that we're dealing with these sort of um, ancient pagan rites. And we get these sort of um, allusions to to all the different elements, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily transpire. I might, may have been searching there. Yeah, that's but, actually. Uh, I, I want to say that's that's fucking beautiful, man. That yeah. you've, you've you've clearly injected a lot more poetry into <laughs> what was going well, on. I there, feel I like that but, is very like that is very like. I just, just like, like that kind of sums up the film in a way. Yeah, that, like it has all these references and points mm-hmm. to like things it's little nuggets of information that remind you of other things and yeah. like greatness can, can I say, is there somewhat in the original Wicked Man what we've got is we've got the idea of you know the sacrifice the harvest um, the cider mm. or you know the beer I yeah, suppose yeah. the cider isn't it um, uh, and you know they cut open the barrel and it goes into the yeah. water mm. and it's this kind of interesting and, and it's all about the harvest of the place by adding bees to this film, they didn't. By, by, by adding bees to the concept, they didn't add that much. I'm, I don't actually dislike the concept of adding bees. To yeah, it, yeah. But what happens is they get very confused because they go like, "The harvest didn't work last year." But do you mean the yield of the, the bees? bees or the harvest yeah, of the yeah. of the trees? Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 what do you? Yeah. It's yeah. not supposed because to be a rat, it, by it, the way. In the, well, in, <laughs> the, in the, the bees are the harvest of the trees. But in the same way that, that this film is sort of doesn't doesn't want to kind of add an implicit critique of Christianity. Also, it doesn't want to add an implicit critique of. Uh, it, the imperial relations of the mainland to the island, which we find in the original film. Yeah. So when when he's um he, he's like oh tin peaches like Edward Wood would get served a, a, di- a dinner of tin peaches and he's like on an island famous for its fruit and mm. at that point um basically at that point he sort of he, he sort of asked the Willow character what's going on and um, Britt Eklund says to him oh they've all been exported. Now we now we know that the the harvest might have found, but but in because it's a good film, nothing's given to you straight away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but 
just this notion that this this island is a, is able to function because it takes part in this kind of capital relation to the mainland of growing fruit and exporting it, and that is why Lord Sumrall, this fucking dick, basically who doesn't even believe any of this shit, is able to keep keep this thing, this whole shit show functioning. There's this sort of like where like the the primitive peoples of the island are allowed to do what they want because the mainland is like t- taken from them. Why um, do you think that Lord Summerall doesn't believe that? Stuff? I, I, well, I, I, there's well, that I bit. I never even considered there's the, that. There's the bit where he says, "Well, my my great great grandfather came here yeah. um, because he noticed that there was a um, a Gulf Stream yeah. and uh, things would grow here, and he realised that was good. But in order to get the locals on board who weren't up for growing things, he reintroduced some of these sort of like Fraser, Golden Bough style wow. um, ancient rites. So he, he sort of explains that um, his, his like this sort of Scots laird who took over this island reintroduced all these rituals. Yeah. And so Lord Summerall, I think, I think he's a complicated character because I think he's a bit like, um, he's a bit like Lear at the end of King Lear. He's sort of like, he, like he's reckless with his... Um, sort of uh, uh, governance of this island. He doesn't really give a shit. He just wants to give over to nature, whether or not he believes in it. Like at the end when he says, I wholeheartedly believe. I don't believe he does wholeheartedly believe. Uh. I think he knows he's fucked next year. But <laughs> but he's allowed to do all this. And these, fruit, and these, fruit's not meant to grow on this island. Fruit is not meant to grow on the island. And, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's to do with, and I, I think that there's a, or this is a long-winded way of saying I think that there's a critique of capital and imperialism in the original film that this film doesn't want to do either so (laughs) I've forgotten like so so it's like you get you don't get the Christian stuff you don't get that so it's just like Oh, anyway, yeah so how the fuck what were we that's beautiful the Wicker Man (laughs) Um, Edward shows Willow the burnt doll and exclaims how did it get burned? How did it get burned? How did it get, get, get burned? Like, like if, you, if, if you don't know the first time, just ask louder. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, if we've all been to holiday abroad, yeah, yeah. obviously, if you don't know how to say something in a foreign language, just say it loud and slowly. Yeah. Um, it's what he does. And then he exclaims to her that um, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. I can feel it. Like, like, you haven't had a good fucking hunch this whole time. Yeah, yeah. How do you know something bad is going to happen? Well, I, I, I reckon it's pretty fucking obvious something bad's going to happen. Though. That's, that's, that's he's just been locked. He's but just why is he like, locked. go home, go home, something bad's going to happen? He's like telling her, just like, uh, why is she going to happen? That scene was you felt improv it was so bad. Yeah. I just couldn't work out anyway. Well, the next, the next part of this film, <laughs> I'm kind of going to rattle through. Yeah. Because my notes on this are very, like, scattershot. Chaos. Like, it's like, Bang, 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 I want to bang. get to the fucking leopard, dude. Let's just come. But, like, <laughs> this is... This is, like... We have here, like... That's why I'm going, like, up pace. is because we yeah. have an enraged cage. Yeah. He is fucking a man, like... A man with a purpose. He's got a fire in his belly. Maybe... Maybe that's the foreshadowing right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he storms the place looking for answers, yeah. looking for people, looking for, like, Sister Summer Isle. He storms into one room, does not find Sister Summer Isle, but he finds a warty naked man. <laughs> oh, best bit of the film, mate. Awesome. That was fucking brilliant. Oh. <laughs> uh, I guess it's, it's fucking shining when he sees that 
like fucking warthog thing giving a blowy to that bloke in the... Oh, the Shining. The, yeah, yeah, this the is the fucking the Shining. Man, yeah, dog yeah. man, dog man. Bear Ooh, dog bear pig thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah you, know the, you know the bit? This, that, uh, that immediately, I was like, oh shit. Then oh, uh, yeah, like another, another slow wave for the portal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but then, and then so he goes into another room and now he sees a woman smiling with some bees. Yeah, yeah, just, just like, cloaked in bees, like... I, I, what I didn't get is like it's like that Magnus um, advert where he has that bee, bee yeah, yeah. but she's just got like a bee dress and then and then we have like Sister Summer Isle which like looks like she's on the set of one of those films like she's like like Mate, it's like, like three hundred or like immortals. Like yeah, yeah. everything is in this like kind of glow of like <laughs> CGI white, and like nothing looks real. Nothing like everything looks synthetic, yeah. and I just didn't fucking understand it. Like. No, it looked, I thought gone? it looked a bit like a sort of Kanye West music video as yeah, well. Yeah, like yeah, he's going to yeah. zoom in and he's going to be like, it's two in the morning. Yeah, I don't know exactly what you're thinking. I think it's the power video. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get hold this power. Yeah, yeah. This tableau. And then he finds the teacher dressed as a crow. Um, again, this is the first sign of one of these shitty store-bought oh, masks yeah. that, that mask we're talking like about. Piece yeah. of shit. And um, he, like, she keeps quoting Don Quixote to him, doesn't she? Because she, yeah. yeah, she, she mentions a line about, like, oh, you're still you're still trying to, like, push over windmills or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then, like, he just loses his shit. He's like, <laughs> Step away <laughs> from the bike. <laughs> What does this and have to do it. with Don Quixote? He nicks it as well. He nicks it and he's off. And then um, <laughs> the old fucking blind twins are there again, aren't they? They're fucking, yeah. They fucking poke their head Oh, up. brilliant. Um, he tries to get the men, like, who are just having a nice little quiet... Yeah. He's family fine lads night um, <laughs> at the bar. Um, no, no, nobody wants to help. Nobody utters a peep. Um, he then starts searching houses. He goes into one house... He's like fucking kicking things in, and then a little girl jumps out of a cupboard. Um, uh, classically, yeah, yeah straight out the back door. He seems to know like the layout of people's houses very well. And then again, we just get a shot of him kicking in a door. <laughs> That's no relevance. He does nothing, and then it just cuts to him back on his bike. And then he runs to the shore and finds that the plane has sunk. Oh! And then when he turns oh. to go back to the island, he finds that the pilot. Has been savagely murdered. He, he literally, yeah. they did a really good job of that. It looked really scary. What was yeah. going on with his hands? Did they, had they like fucking picked his, picked his picked arm his, to shreds? Like, I mean, uh, it looked, yeah. all, it looked really scary. It looked like his mouth had been like yeah, so sung. shut as yeah. well, like like yeah. almost like a message to say like, yeah. here's what happens when you talk. <laughs> but a message to who? Because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but still, like that was really scary. I thought it was really well done. And this is what I alluded to earlier by saying like. By having a like small biplane, like mm. they, like that's a way they could kind of like. Oh, I'm, I miss one thing by the way. In that bit where it cuts to the Walkman, yeah. it make the soundtrack for the first time in the whole film makes a noise that's a little bit like twang, which yeah. is the noise in the original Wicker Man. But yeah, he yeah. never tries like, that ever again. Yeah. Just in that one moment, it was like we got to have a twang moment. Yeah, where, yeah. Oh, you see something spooky. Yeah, and the, the yeah they pop up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Speaking about the soundtrack, one of the things this does a lot is like these horrible pitch bends where it's like... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's what it's trying to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, f- fuck off, guys. Um, <laughs> and then, like, he, find, yeah, he finds that the pilot is dead. 
and then comes in and just twats at Sister Beach straight in the face <laughs> and goes to start putting on her uh, her like uh, bear, costume, bear costume ready for the ceremonies and then it's, this is kind of intercut with like the, the ceremony is starting to take place yeah. have, uh, Sister Summer Isle and the other inhabitants kind of getting their shit together heading over <laughs> to, to the party station um and then he dresses well. He has a fight with with the with the girl that he shouldn't have had a fight with. Is the is the thing she yeah. should have remained as a character uh, who was trying to escape or had dreams of escape, yeah. Yeah. who wasn't involved in it. But instead, they have to make her a villain as well. Mm. And it literally, it's the it's the most intense moment of male on female violence in the entire film when he yeah. literally plants his boot in her face in the air, and, and she right. kind of dies. Yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not but she sure if she die does die. Because of the yeah, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. if she does die. Um, he then dresses as the bear, and he's on his way to join the procession with the rest of the inhabitants of Summer Isle, and then catches up with um, Willow, yeah. and he's like, Oi, oi, here I am. In a bear <laughs> That's a bad call, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Not Sister Beach. <laughs> it's your boy. Um, and then he finds <laughs> Rowan tied to a tree and he's like oh fuck they're going to sacrifice her and legs it in twats the woman who's yeah. keeping guard <laughs> and um takes the kids takes the kid and this is this, this is a moment of, of all the time his phone rings and who is it it's fucking Pete <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I was like yes yes in the air force you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, He's just like, help! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, that was gonna, like, maybe I thought like Pete's going to call in the Air Force, it's going to be a napalm attack, we're going to have a reference to yeah. another great film, Apocalypse <laughs> Now. Let's just, let's just like, have them waves on the portal to every fucking like, great that there's been. Do you know what I mean? If you looked very closely at that scene of the moon as well, yeah. you saw a little, um, a little bike go past. <laughs> With a uh, <laughs> basket in the front, nice little <laughs> wink to fucking Stevie Spielberg. Yeah. yeah. Oh fucking hell. Um, so him and Rowan are off, just having like a little, 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 little meander yeah. around the woods, do a bit of orienteering, hiding from the people, like just yeah. <laughs> casual. Yeah. That mirror, that mirror is the cave scene where he runs through yeah. the cave. Yeah. But this is like the la- This is like the, la- the, the sort of we're, we're leading up to the final moment, and what it is is it's like a middle-aged bloke in a fucking weird bed costume trying to keep up with a little. Oh, don't run so fast! Don't run so fast! That that that's that's the lead up to the to the finale yeah, yeah, yeah. is just him puffed out in a in a bear bear outfit. Yeah, and like Fair. not even not like not even the full costume. No, no, he's, he's taking the hat off. <laughs> like. It's down to the waist, like I don't know. It yeah, it's sort of like it's like they, it's kind of it's sort of like it's a strange costume as well. You call it a bear costume in your head. You've got um, something a little bit cooler. Like this is sort of like a weird netting as yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah. It, so it's sort of weird. He's getting caught in it as he walks through the briar. Well, he, he kind of just looks like a uh, children's entertainer on a lunch break. Yeah, you know what I mean? that exists. Like, like, he's yeah. just finished the job. Yeah, he's just like, it's like oh. Fort Park, and he's just sort of like. Yeah, oh. and one of the kids has been a bit unruly, and he's like, "Oh, don't run away! Don't yeah. run away!" Look, look it, it, it's like it's like he's dressed up as a bear at a kid's like costume at uh, a kid's party, yeah. and now he's trying to like show one of the kids like, "No, it's all I'm right. not a bear. I'm it's, not a bear. It's all right. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm, I'm a weirdly receding man you've yeah. never met before. But See, I'm a man. Yeah, he's, oh, his hair in this as well. Oh, oh, like like crow, like it's turned, like he's it's like. His hairline is like full on like crow now, 
It's yeah, just it's awful. I, I mean, it's it's been bad. For and yeah, I mean, you like you live in the you live in the cage bubble, right? So you you've you've been seeing you've seen this slowly go back. But like when when you get invited into it. And you, you're just like no, you're you're st- it's it's astonishing that this is a leading actor, this is a leading man in films because he's not a great, actor. he's not he's not he's not the best of actors. So you <laughs> usually you think you know. What do you mean, Tim? I know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Um, um, and he like Ro- Rowan leads him to yeah. the rest of the group, and it was their ploy all along, as if he didn't see that coming a mile off. He had no like, idea. Oh, he's a fucking buffoon. That's why. Um, and then it just kind of—it's like exposition. It's like really spoon feeding the audience here because, like, Sister Summerisle just like goes, "This is why you're here. Mm. This is what it's all about. <laughs> like, this is what we do. Like, we—we've had this planned for years. You know, the time you first ever met Willow. Yeah, that was planned. My it's daughter." Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I, like I, the thing is, I didn't care. Why does everyone have to be related? Yeah. All the time? I didn't care when it's like a daughter. Like it kind of expected to be some kind of like M Night Shyamalan. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who's a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like it wasn't. It was more like a kind of like so what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give a shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I, I don't know. And it's like how. I just don't get. Is it, it. some sort of like weird misogynist mother-in-law joke? Then if they just sort of like, is is she like? Is she like? <laughs> like what the fuck? Like is she just like the ultimate tyrannical mother-in-law? Who sort of don't? I don't know. I do think. I don't know that. I I think. I don't know if that's true. But I, what I know is that there is definitely a vibe throughout the whole film of kind of a sort of. It's trying to play on the fear of feminism. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just, but the film is the thing is, it's like, like coming into it, Femin- I knew that it was feminine exploitation. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was going to be a movie like about an island of, and I was sort of like, oh, I wonder, I, I bet it's going to be dodgy, you know. And I, I was like, oh, <laughs> I bet it's going to have some real. But the thing is, the film's just so like fucking shit. There's so much bad about it that, that actually, that's that's not even yeah, that's that not much even of a like, strain yeah. in it. But, like, but to be fair, like it is unusual unless it's. A, Unless it's a film where you're where you're really meant to see that your your main character is being a bad guy, yeah, yeah. or kind of an anti-hero, yeah, it's rare to see a guy punch as many women in the face yeah, as Nicolas no. Cage does in this film. And you're supposed to be rooting for him, like <laughs> that's what I don't get. Or are you? Because as sorry, as uh, as Tim was saying in the original Wicker Man, you're not necessarily supposed to be rooting for Howie, right? No, I, I wouldn't say at all. Yeah, so yeah. are we supposed to be rooting for him? I think in this you're meant to. I think in this you're meant to. Because he saves portray... kids from cars and shit. Yeah, yeah and they, 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 they portray yeah. everyone else to be so sinister, like, from the get-go. Yeah. It's not even like, like you are saying, it's not like in the original where there's, like, a kind of, like, like local idiot, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, the kind yeah. of simpleton vibe. It's just everyone is just, like, kind of, do you, do you know what I mean? They're, yeah. like, they're like a... They're out to get him from the beginning. Yeah, they're it's like really, out, yeah. yeah, they're like they're, they're like people you'd see working in like a, a haunted house. They just look like a menagerie of like freaks and weirdos, like, and like they act in a very peculiar manner. Um, it's, it's interesting that what the what Lebouc thought of the original was, you know, if only everyone here was women, that would make that scarier. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know. It just seems like a very lazy, like, do you know what I mean? Like, 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 well, like he did with, like, uh, Death at a Funeral, uh, like, later on, he, he he said, 
oh, wouldn't this be great if everyone was black? Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, like, do you know what I mean? That's it's a like, twist. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, it's like, like, yeah. It seems like that is his vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, only fools and horses. Like, what would that be like if? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like they're, they're in they're, space. It's raining. It's raining all the time. <laughs> 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 A couple of Israeli brothers. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, it's crazy. Um, but like after this, like kind of whimper of a bombshell of yeah. everything they said. Like again. I just, I just want to like mention the point that like this seems like a very long-winded affair just to get a sacrifice for their island that they have played a serious long game, which like what spanning ten years, yeah, just mm. like that, just is... to just to kill some dude, but 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 obviously he is supposed to be related, which is the important. So they did they know ten that years home? ago that the crop was going to fail? Yeah, that's like... why I don't. They, it's like they what. Yeah. Or have they just got him on? They've got him on standby. They've probably got oh, loads on standby, haven't they? Yeah. He's on the back burner. Yeah. Like that milk that never goes off. Like yeah, like UH, he's basically like UHT. Like he just sort of yeah. sits there. Yeah, he's like a can of beans at the back of the cupboard, <laughs> just gathering They're dust. Like, oh, oh, things aren't going well. But he's on time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's like he's, he's like that can of beans you have on the fucking 28th of the month when the money's yeah, yeah. run dry. That's what they've essentially treated him like, oh, fucking hell, get that one off the back burner. And um, he's like, I don't know, I don't know if this is a good shot, but like, it's just an aerial shot of him kind of trying to fend off against everyone closing in on him. And <laughs> he does circle. a few good kicks. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> just bang, 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 twatting people left, right and centre. <laughs> and then like, they they like, beat him up and he's just screaming like like you bitches like like this yeah, is yeah. really yeah, yeah. yeah this is yeah. this is really what just really drives home like a kind of yeah, nasty yeah. misogynistic like yeah horrible taste you in the bitches. mouth yeah. killing me won't bring back your honey I'm not even one of oh, you yeah. like um yeah he, like whenever he talks to a woman in it he calls them honey. So he calls, so that when he when the little girl's in the car at the beginning, he calls her honey. Um, he calls. He keeps on calling Willow honey. They're they're making honey on this island. So I think there's another attempt at a. Uh, What's it like? Some sort of uh, when he says killing me won't bring back your honey. No one has said that the bees stop producing honey. I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's about yeah. a harvest. It's That's about a harvest. So why did he say Cause, that? Because the, the Neil Labute has a fundamental <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, doesn't understand how how bees work. He's, he's, he's decided to make a film art. about oh, bees. God. Doesn't that doesn't literally get a bee expert in there, mate? But yeah, right. just just on, fucking and then they sickening shit. But yeah. they pull out they pull out the hobbling post and fucking yeah. break both of his legs and. Again, one of the people who it cuts to as this happened is Sister Beach, the poor man's uh, <laughs> Kathy, Kathy Bates. Bates. Yeah. Um, and it's just another re- reminder of misery. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. waving. Yeah. <laughs> waving in that sea of shit. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, I, I don't think they... I, I, I was trying to work out how they did it. It looked to me like Nicholas Cage is lying down and then they've got two wooden chair legs and put them in some trousers. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then they just smashed the chair legs. But to be fair, I was like, I was like, oh, I was still a bit like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. not nice. Yeah. So I think they did kind of a good job of that. But every time the man yields his hammer, what well, they did, they show some sort of dodgy, uh, sort of like 
as the Price Shaman, but then they slow-mo it into sort of the most fragmented, once again, yeah. Dido music video, just for a second, and then the hammer slams down. And what they, why didn't they, what they just have a guy with a hammer just smash the leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason mm. for this weird cutaway. Anyway. And then... <laughs> We are brought to the big guns. Uh. As if the guy hasn't suffered enough, they bring out a helmet and fill it full of bees. Which, like, <laughs> I'm not sure if any of you have been living in a cave for however, like, for the last 12 years, but you must have seen the clip. Yeah. Not the bees, <laughs> not the bees. Bit. But it's quite underwhelming in the actual film, isn't it? Like, should, I, should I tell you what was overwhelming? It might just be the size of your TV or the HDness of it, but I saw how shit those bees they were. They were fucking oh, they were It literally looked was... like someone had copy-pasted bees over Mate, his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you, like all of their legs were moving uniformly in the same way. <laughs> yeah, they're just like laying on top of each other. Yeah. They were almost like scales of something. Like, yeah. it's, oh, anyway. And um, then he is placed in the Wicker Man through some, like, nice little pulley system they've got there. I'm glad now they into got the there, engineering right? corner of the yeah. show. That Wicker Man yeah. is fucking well built. That, that's, oh, yeah. one, that's one yeah. thing I was thinking. I was like, they did a good job of that. Yeah. But he's not the only sacrifice. He's also, there's also, like, loads of animals. There's goats there and stuff, so, just yeah. like in the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they did real... I, I don't think the Wicker Man's as big as the one in the original yeah, Wicker yeah. Man. I thought it was a bit smaller. But but I I was I just impressed that they physically built it. They didn't do some dodgy CGI shit. It look, it, it does for, until the end when the head falls off. I think that's CG. Yeah, yeah. But but mm. but but I think but it's but it was really well done. And I, yeah. I imagine all the guys making it must have been really cool to see yeah. it actually go on fire. Everyone, all the cast and crew must have been like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> must have been like a really like, this fucking film's over, man. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. yeah, I'm hoping that was the last <laughs> of the shoot, or was it? Because oh. the Wicker Man, the head falls onto the camera and then I managed to find online <laughs> from the wonders of YouTube a scene I had heard had happened it wasn't in the cut we had found so I don't know if it was in the director's cut or the theatrical but it cuts to Papyrus letting us know it's six months later <laughs> in a bar back on the mainland and we have a familiar face and that face belongs to a young actor by the name of James Franco Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so yeah. weird. It's so wacky, man. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. So it's girls being picked up in a bar by James Franco, and the idea is they will eventually harvest James Franco. Well, yeah, yeah, because he's the, a cop. The, the women oh, that yeah. he is talking to are Willow and the poor man Jodie Foster, <laughs> yeah. who is mm-hmm. the drop kicked in the face. Should have had a little scar or something. That'd yeah, well, cool. like, yeah. like, I think maybe this might have been cut because maybe in this version. That bit was put back in where he drop kicks her and like she's dead. Oh no, actually. But then Ooh. I realised just after you went, or is she? Then I remembered that she's the one who starts rubbing a nipple through her blue fluffy. Oh yeah, as uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's so she's clearly very much alive and unscathed yeah. by the yeah. drop kick. Yeah. So it, it's like setting up for a sequel that should never. Yeah. Is it is 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 essentially going to be exactly the same as the film we've just seen? Yeah. So so she so she's there and and so he's a he's a cop in California. Um, oh yeah, and then at, right at the very end, you know you know when you, you said that there was a there was a bit earlier in the movie that you actually really quite liked when uh, she said um, take take me home with you. Oh, at the end of this film, yeah. that that same poor man Jodie Foster repeats the same line to James Franco. She says, "What are you doing after this?" He's like, "I'm going home," and she's like, "Oh well, will you take me home with you?" 
film ends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it doesn't. It ends like that. It ends with the screams. Oh shit! No, yeah, of, of course. Like Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. Yeah, and like, I like to think <laughs> yeah. that maybe it wasn't for a sequel, but ho- like possibly just to show that like this cycle is endless. Never ends. Yeah, they will never end. Mm-hmm. They will always find another sacrifice. They were like they. They, and they got away with it. Like, and then, and then like... when the credits roll suddenly, for Johnny, for Johnny Ramone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually found out this was this was dedicated to Johnny Ramone at the um, request of Nicolas Cage because oh. Johnny Ramone had actually shown him the original Wicker Man Ooh. in the first place. My <laughs> God, that is insane. And. Um, that- Whoa! <laughs> fucking hell! This is like Imagine a weird art project. Sitting with fucking Johnny Ramone watching The Wicker Man. That is fucking. Brilliant. Do you the book? <laughs> oh man! Um, yes, The Wicker Man took my baby away. Um, <laughs> Robin Hardy, the writer of the um, original film, yeah. and Christopher Lee have been very, very critical of this remake. Um, <laughs> With Robin Hardy actually like asking for his name to be taken off, yeah, really, off the film entirely, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's like so why in the beginning Robin credits Hardy. it has no reference to his name at all. Even though I believe in the closing credits, there may be a reference to him. That may just be solely a legal copyright, yeah, yeah, a, a legal standpoint. Mm. But like Christopher Lee, yeah, like Robin mm. Hardy, we also thought this film. Was a pile of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there really is no salvaging it, but I do think there is there is some joy in watching Nicolas Cage ramble about the forest. Sometimes on bikes, sometimes not. Sometimes punching women. Would you oh. recommend people watch this film, Tim? Absolutely not. No. no. <laughs> Even in, I was going to say, I was going to follow that. Up. As, only as a comparative religion, which is it, which is a, a, a line from the original. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> what about you, Bob? Would you recommend this in any capacity to anyone? Like, I think if you're feeling sleepy and you, <laughs> you want a nice sleep, I think this we know. But I know I genuinely think there there is there's a time and a place. I thought this was a good atmosphere slash environment for this film. Yeah, I, I think there is something funny about you know watching it. Well, this film, like like many others, like we kind of live in this weird post modern society in that like there is a joy to be had in like schlocky like films that just didn't quite hit what they set out <laughs> yeah. to intend to do yeah, like, yeah. like obviously we've seen it in like modern times like how big the room is yeah, yeah. and like it's the kind uh, of like I don't even going back as far as like I don't know yeah they've kind of developed that status that like the Rocky Horror Picture Show used to have yeah, but yeah. like they are just like campy that, terror yeah but that film was like in its own right nailed what it intended to do whereas these are just like people I don't this has developed a cult following possibly because of Nicolas Cage's um, unintentionally (laughs) funny delivery of stuff and just the the, the humour that runs throughout the film that is just I'd like to coin a term as a a first on the Cajun podcast which is exploitation, and I think that's what this film (laughs) is yeah yeah you fucking nailed it. I know, just to add to that, that and then the last scene, while the while the uh, the very many shop bought pagans are watching uh, uh, Nicholas Cage burning the Wicker Man and chanting "Death to the drone, death <laughs> to the drone." There's literally a child in a bee costume 
and it's not even... They've made no effort to make it look pagan. It's just a shop-bought bee costume. So, how do we think this film rated online, guys? So, we're thinking... Ooh, the, Rotten Tomatoes, is it? Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, and... I'm going to go, I'm gonna go fucking 4.6 on IMDb. I'd, I'd, ooh, I, I think, I'd say, I'd say maybe a three point two or something on IMDb. So IMDb, we are uh-huh. looking at a three point seven out of ten. So Bob <laughs> is our winner this week. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, this is a whole punnet full. I'd, I'd, fifteen percent. real, a real stinker. Um. Yeah. And Metacritic gave this film 36% with a Google user score of 53% like this film. Do you know that says about Google users? Half of them are <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> well, but don't be careful, don't alienate the fucking listeners. <laughs> it could be, you know... Uh, uh, uh. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. You must know. You must know what's going on. Hopefully, a lot of you use Yahoo and don't use Google, so you're all right in my book. Um, AOL till I die. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Ask Jeeves. Let's get Jeeves up in the place. Um, so I guess, like... Oh, yeah, I've got a couple of questions for you guys. Oh, um, yeah. One of those is, in regards to remakes, what is your favourite remake? I'll start off with you, Bob. That's really tough. Oh God, I, I I really haven't considered this one enough. I'm trying to think. Mm. Um, my favourite remake. Uh, I can, I'm, yeah, I can't even. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of something that really nailed it. Oh, nothing is coming into my mind. What's your What's yours, Petros? What's yours? <laughs> it's a bit of a cheat, this one. But could you say Twelve Monkeys? Oh, because it is technically a remake of a short film Legetta yeah <laughs> wow I've never so, even seen that I know, I've heard good things about yeah. that though. that's a good remake the original is still fucking brilliant as well though for what it is but oh man yeah yeah that's oh, I think I'm getting through on a technicality there so obviously if you guys can't answer yeah, that I question can't, another I question I have for you is if a remake were to be made of any film with Nicolas Cage in a starring role or a character in it what would be your ideal casting for a remake? So I could remake anything, but with Nicolas Cage. I'm going I'm yeah. to go shot for shot remake Citizen Kane, Nicolas Cage in the playing all the roles. Citizen Cage. <laughs> Citizen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate. Well, I'm Genius. not sure if you guys have like seen online lately. There's some kind of like it's called like deep fake or something like that. Yeah. It's like this kind of. <laughs> what have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like and like. An algorithm-based thing that can like, and that, that, like people have utilised it to um, put Nicolas Cage's face on like uh, actors in any film, and like the, 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 the like the software has like gathered some hot water because people have been using it to just like put oh. anyone's face on like on porn stars and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. which obviously has has some legal ramifications, but seeing. Nicholas Cage. It look good? As, does it look good or is it? Yeah, it looks fantastic. Um, <laughs> right. like there's footage of like Nicholas Cage as like um, uh, Sean Connery in the like uh, Bond films, and also wow. as like Indiana oh, Jones, like oh my god, and a young Han Solo. It looks fantastic. Oh. One of the scariest ones is him as Amy uh, Amy Adams in Man of Steel. 
It's terrifying <laughs> because I felt so attracted to him. Um, but yeah, what would be your I, ideal? I was going. I was going to say taxi driver with with Cage in the De Niro role. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. See, I was thinking taxi driver, but him as the Jodie Foster role. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, um, as like a kind of side thing to that, I think he would be perfect because there's a lot of talk at the moment. Like I've been looking on Twitter and a lot of people going on about like how the Joaquin Phoenix like, is likely to play um, the Joker in a Darren Aronofsky like, Batman film. Sorry, I just came up with my answer from earlier. Vanilla Sky, perhaps one of my favourite remakes. Better, oh, I think, shit. than Abre Los Ojos. I think better. Sorry, go on. <laughs> just to answer a question from earlier no worries right, um, <laughs> a lot of people online have been calling for Nicolas Cage to be the Joker I think obviously a lot of that is just like people having japes and stuff like that he is yeah. kind of like the, the walking meme that he has become but that had me thinking that he would actually play a perfect Two-Face Ooh. because he has like he has the like steely like kind of like concern about him yeah. that could like nail Harvey Dent, but also has that like wiry like yeah. caginess about Oof. him that he, could definitely nail. And he's used to doing some crazy face shit as yeah, well. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking him and Travolta split the role. <laughs> yeah. Bang them together. Cut and shunt. Bang. 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 Well, guys, oh. as always. I have been Petrus Pat Syllabus. I've been Bob. I've been Tim. We've been caged in. You've been hopefully sat at home um, building together some sticks. You're looking at your pet cat and thinking, you know what? <laughs> Mum wasn't done a good job on the shopping this week. Mum hasn't done a good job on the shopping this week. You know what will help that for next week? We're going to put the cat in there. We're going to get the gerbil in there. Dad's being a bit of a prick. He's related to the family. We're going to get him in our wooden structure. We're going to burn them all. And then maybe next week, uh, Ocado will have a lot better shopping for us. <laughs> You've also been lovely. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles Cinecast, Caged In Copa Connections, A Droop Town Limery, Maine, Franchised, and many more to come. Our shows are all presented ad free and made possible by listeners like you. Please support our shows by subscribing, leaving ratings and reviews, and becoming patrons at patreon.com. If you'd like to learn more about Breadcrumbs, head over to breadcrumbscollective.com. Breadcrumbs, it's more than a podcast network. It's family.